because this is your protection against life's inevitable ability to surprise the hell out of you at the worst moment possible. Saved money is your hedge against unexpected events that can happen anytime happen to anyone. Anytime to anyone. Anytime to anyone. Hey everyone, welcome back to In Her Wallet. Last week we released our very first episode and I'm so grateful for all the love and support I received. If you've listened to it already, I would love to hear your thoughts on the five questions designed to improve your relationship with money. Send me a DM or record a voicemail with the link I left in the episode description. With September coming to an end, now might be the perfect time to implement these to your wellness routine. So if you haven't given it a listen, I invite you to do so. We're now heading into the last three months left in 2022. Can you believe it? Just over 90 days left in this year. Time flies, isn't it crazy? And I know that the reason you're here is because you want to learn how to make smart money decisions so that you can build the life that you want. In Her Wallet is dedicated exactly to that mission, so I'm happy to bring you another episode filled with actionable tips and relevant insights. Now, for today's episode, I had a few topics in mind, but when I turned to my partner and sister for help, they both made the same choice and I had no hesitations left. The thing is, Roman and Alexa come from different experience levels when it comes to money. My sister is a university student who just started learning the do's and don'ts and how-tos of managing the income she earns for herself. Roman, on the other hand, is an established wealth management professional who works with affluent families and individuals in helping them achieve their financial goals as well as preserve and multiply their wealth. Very fancy to say the least. So considering they both shared interests in the same subject and saw value in creating material on this topic. I realized this is the question that many people of different backgrounds and knowledge levels might be wondering about, and chances are you are asking yourself the same question too. So today I want to discuss what should you do with spare cash in 2022? Save it or invest it? Now you might think that the answer to this question is pretty straightforward, but I want to tell you that the environment we're in today namely the rising inflation and the government's efforts to fight it by way of consistently increasing interest rates makes the situation we're in pretty unique. That being said, today we'll go over two scenarios. A general one where we'll dive deep into the major things one should keep in mind when it comes to saving versus investing and vice versa. And the second one specific to today's environment. With rising interest rates, does it still make sense to invest in the stock market if you carry debt, such as an unpaid balance on your credit card, a real estate property mortgage, or a car loan? So without further ado, let's dive in. First, let's establish some common language, because I feel like the words saving and investing oftentimes are used interchangeably, while they're definitely not the same. In fact, these two processes are a part of one equation that can help you achieve financial success. Let me explain what I mean. Both saving and investing involve setting money aside for future reasons. 
Saving is commonly associated with accumulating money in your savings account or a piggy bank, if you will. Either way, why would someone want to save money? Because this is your protection against life's inevitable ability to surprise the hell out of you at the worst moment possible. Saved money is your hedge against unexpected events that can happen anytime to anyone. And if you think this concept doesn't really apply to you, let me remind you with the most recent example when the whole world just stopped and millions of people were in financial distress from losing their jobs due to widespread closures amid the pandemic. I'm not trying to be negative here, but I just want to amplify the importance of saving money, not investing it, not using the savings to fund your shopping spree, but to have it just sitting there as your safety net. We can plan for all the crazy things that might happen, except for the things that are too crazy to cross our mind. And those crazy things can do the most harm because they happen more often than you think. And majority of people have no plan for how to deal with them. That being said, you don't need to have a specific reason to save. On the contrary, saving for things you can't possibly predict should be a part of your overall financial plan. I personally have automated deposits set to my savings account every week, and I have no idea what I will use this money for. But as practice shows, we live in a world where the only constant is change, and this gives me enough margin of safety to survive this world. Besides setting money aside as an emergency fund, as many people call it, you can also save money for short-term goals, such as buying a piece of furniture or taking a trip in the next few months. Why do this? so you don't accidentally spend this budget elsewhere, or to also give yourself room to set money aside gradually for such purchase. I've been seeing quite a few videos on TikTok and Instagram where people use envelopes to save money for certain short-term goals, and I think this is actually a great idea. Overall, saving money is the most important skill when it comes to building wealth. Unlike many think, people's ability to save is more in their control than they think. First of all, it is absolutely free and you also get to make your own rules, which is kind of fun. You get to decide how much money and how often you wish to set aside, as well as where and when you get to use it. One downside of money sitting in a savings account at your bank is that it earns a little interest, meaning it grows very slow over the years. Obviously, if you're keeping it at home in a shoebox or under your pillow, it doesn't grow at all. And over time, there is another factor working against you, inflation. As you've probably noticed, almost every year, most things get a little more expensive. And as a result, your money is worth a little bit less as well. And this is when investing comes into play. Investing is also putting money aside, but into something specific with the expectation that its value will grow over time, giving you an opportunity to make more money in the future. Think of an Hermes bag or a piece of art. Wealthy people buy these items because they are limited in quantity, they are desired by many, and these two things create demand. So the value of an item like that increases over time to more than what you originally paid for it, giving you an opportunity to sell it and make more wealth for yourself. An easy way to distinguish between saving and investing is to think about stocks, ETFs, bonds, and mutual funds when it comes to investing, and think about savings account when it comes to saving. As I mentioned in the beginning, saving and investing are part of one equation. 
Ideally, you should have both processes in place, with the emergency fund being on top of your priority list. So what if you actually have a sum of money right now that you aren't sure what to do with? And I mean, if that happens in your world, good for you, girl, because I can always find use of it. For example, by buying a new pair of heels. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyways, let's say you have $500 of spare cash and you're thinking whether to keep it in a savings account or invest it in a stock market. Ask yourself these two questions. First, do you have an emergency fund we talked about earlier and can it serve you well financially in case of any unfortunate occurrence, such as a job loss, an urgent car repair, illness, or anything else we prefer not to think about or can't even think about because it's that unpredictable? If not, or if these savings are not large enough, consider setting money aside into a savings account. At a minimum, you want to have three to six months of income saved in an emergency fund. I personally feel twice as confident when I know I have a safety net to rely on. Now, if you do have an emergency fund, congratulations. I'm proud of you for accomplishing this step. Now, ask yourself, what is your timeline? If you're planning a large purchase soon, such as hosting a wedding or upgrading your home office, set it aside into a savings account for short-term expenses you know will happen in the next year or two. But if you're thinking long-term, such as a buying a home, saving for retirement, or saving for your children's education 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, then definitely invest this money and reap the rewards of the stock market growth. So these are the two questions that should guide you on whether to save or invest your spare dollars. Now, you might be thinking, with all the news and stress of the stock market, why not keep all of it in a savings account? And I get you, this is a solid question. Let me explain. Investing allows your wealth to grow at a much higher rate than it could in a savings account. For example, a savings account could generate an annual return anywhere between 0.05 to 2% depending on the bank you deal with. When you compare that to the S&P 500, considered the gold standard for annual stock market return with its average annual return of 10% per year for the last century, it's clear that you could be missing out. Historically, if you invest for the long term, your money will grow a lot more than if you hadn't invested it. At the same time, I also want to remind you that you should not invest all of your money with the expectation that it'll grow every year at exactly 10%. Again, unexpected things happen and stock market is no exception. When the pandemic just started, no one knew what the future holds, so we saw people's fortunes get wiped out in March 2020. Luckily, markets recovered quickly that time, and if you weren't acting irrational by selling everything you had at the loss, you made even more money. But keeping in mind the fact that the price of your investment assets can go down before you decide to sell due to an unexpected event is important. That being said, balance is key. Depending on your answers to the questions we just discussed, ideally you should have an emergency fund, a savings account for short-term goals, and an investment account where the money you don't expect to use in the near future grow over time. So we just went over a general scenario where we identified that you should only start investing spare money when you have ongoing income, a cash emergency fund, and a savings account for short-term expenses you plan to incur. I hope you're following me so far and it makes sense to you. 
What I want to touch on next is our reality today because it's a unique situation. Here's what I mean. Both Canada and the US have been aggressively increasing interest rates to slow the rising inflation, something we've all experienced over the course of the last few months. From gas to Starbucks lattes, everything is getting more and more expensive. What the government aims to achieve with this strategy is to make people borrow less money from banks and also buy less goods, leading to less demand overall. This can slow down the economic growth, stock market prices, and economy as a whole, bringing us to a more balanced environment and avoiding any market bubbles. So if you're someone who carries a balance on a credit card or has a variable rate loan on your car or real estate property, I want to remind you that the rate you owe on that money will continue to rise alongside short-term interest rates set by the government. It makes total sense for you to prioritize paying off your debt instead of investing spare cash in the stock market, even if you do have an emergency fund and short-term savings account already in place. The interest you save by paying down debt is basically the same as making an investment with the same rate of return. For example, if your card has a 22% interest on the balance you owe to the bank, it's the same as earning 22% on your investment after tax. By prioritizing paying off your debt, you are saving yourself money. And that is always a great feeling, isn't it? Now, let's look at a scenario where you are unable to pay down your debt quickly. What I would do in this case is either move your debt over to a balance transfer credit card that will ensure you owe no interest on your outstanding balance for 6 to 21 months, or use some of the cash from that emergency fund. Everyone's situation is different, so keep your timeline and future expenses in mind. If you're unsure, talk to a bank representative who can explain what can be the best solution in your case. But overall, in 2022, you should only invest when you have ongoing income, a cash emergency fund, and no high interest debt. This was the answer to the question, what should one do in 2022, save or invest? If you got all the way to this point, I want you to give yourself credit for showing up for yourself and your future. Because every time you increase your financial knowledge, you actually increase what's financially possible for you. My friend, if you have a question on personal finance that you want to be answered, follow the link in the podcast description and leave me a voicemail. As a new podcast, we want to grow and reach more women to help them get on path to financial success. So I will be extremely grateful if you can leave us a review by following the link in the episode description, which helps us rank better on Apple Podcasts. Or maybe share a screenshot with major insights from today's episode on your social media. And don't forget to tag us, that way we can thank you personally. With that being said, I hope you're having a fantastic morning, day or evening, whatever you're listening to this. I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode of In Her Wallet. Stay tuned and thank you for listening.